Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find Your Favorite Blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So a while back, we talked about the um, Amish people show that we were watching. Did we? And there were two of them. Well, yeah. but they were kind of a continuation of one another. Yeah, but there are two of them that we watched. Yeah, Breaking Amish turned into Return to Amish. Right. And it's pretty much the same people, right, throughout? Well, there was those two seasons of Breaking Amish that had different people. Yeah, but for the most part, it just followed all the same people that started, right? I mean, Yeah. And then I found, as I was browsing through, I found Amish Mafia. We've digressed to a weird place of watching Amish people all the time. Yeah, it is kind of weird. But, but this Amish Mafia is a trip because, you know, you think of the Amish people as being super timid and, like, pacifist type people. And very secretive and, you know, they keep to themselves and, you know, they trust in God, all this stuff. But then... There's this side of them that you don't know about where they have a guy who's like the enforcer. Lebanon Levi. For the, for the entire community. And the dude like runs a whole bunch of you know criminal rackets um, because, you know, being the enforcer, he's the last line of defense. Right. So he can just look the other way on his own little side, you know, gigs and well, but make he, like- money protects the Amish people and well that's what he's supposed to do he doesn't always do that if it doesn't suit his purpose um it kind of seems like he always protects them but also does a whole lot of kind of sketchy shit on the side and it's interesting because I had thought that he was outside of the church because like he drives a car you know he does all this crazy stuff and you even had me convinced that that's what the show is about, was that people are outside of the church. But he's not outside of the church, because there was that whole section where they were threatening to shun him. Remember? He's not outside of the church. What I said is he wasn't baptized into the church. Well, then how does the church have any authority over him at all? Because they can still excommunicate him from the community. They just don't care too much about the car driving and stuff like that. It's like the teenagers who go on their quest to find themselves and they could still come back and not be shunned for it weird uh-huh really weird i've but learned it, lots about amish people but it's super interesting because like there's this whole like network of amish communities that run through like pennsylvania um ohio kentucky, indiana, indiana kentucky you know all that little area right there and they're very uh and florida yeah, in Florida. They're very um, interconnected, and they know each other, you know, and then some of them are jealous about the other one, and so they're trying to take them down the whole entire time. I mean, my God, we're into the third season, 
Next episode for us to watch is the seventh episode of the third season. And wow. that episode's like seven years old at this point. First wow, almost exactly. Yeah, seven years old. And the entire time, this one dude has been chasing after Lebanon Levi and trying to bring him down all three seasons so far. And he has failed, like, just miserably. Yeah, he's uh he's certainly not very successful. And it's and it's very um mafia esque. Like they've got that guy what is his name? Joni? What is his name? I don't know. His, Jolin. His friend Jolin, yes. The other Mennonite guy. guy. Yes. And he's got him in charge of some things, you know, and it's so like mafia esque. It's no well, wonder they call it the Amish Mafia because it's so much like the Italian Mafia. So much like it. Right. I mean, fighting between families, etc. You know? Like, it's very, very similar. But it's interesting to see because you also get to see the darker side of the Amish people that you don't really realize exists. You know, like like that party that they had and everybody was getting plastered and two Amish girls are making out like full on touching each other's, you know, boobs and kissing one another right on the pic- on the video, you know, like they televised it. And you're like, "Wow, didn't know." Then you say to yourself, "Well, but of course they are like that. They're just a microcosm of the entire society." So a certain percentage of them are going to be lesbians. A certain percentage of them are going to be bisexual. A certain percentage are going to be straight, etc. I mean, it's just, that's how it works. Those statistics seem to, like, flow. Right. Cross, you know, patterns. But anyway, it's very interesting to me how they handle their business because what they rely upon, if you think about it, is the whole not involving the outside authorities, but keeping it within the Amish community. Because, shit, you go to my house and you smash up my ATVs, I don't care what kind of retribution I'm getting from the church. You're going to jail, bro. I'm calling the cop. But Amish people don't call but the they cops. they don't do that. And that's, that's what these people count on they count on the amish people remaining that way like sticking true to the tradition how things have gone right they're counting on that if someday it's going to change though see that's what i always say there's going to come a point where someone or some group of someone's is going to have had enough of it being that way and they're going to change it a different way and someone's going to get caught with their pants down you know probably quite literally with their pants down but yeah (laughs) oh shit it's i don't know it's kind of an interesting look at life if you ask me (laughs) the amish mafia um because it is kind of like scratching and fighting you know find your spot it really is and the people who are more ruthless tend to be the more unfortunately more successful you know kind of sad even years later the internet insists the show is completely fake and that those may be actual amish people but that the storylines were all manufactured and everything and you know what fake real i don't really give a shit i'm fairly entertained well 
Kind of like 90 Day Fiance. You know some of those conversations are scripted, but I'm still entertained, exactly. so why do I care? Exactly, and that's the thing. For us, and we've talked about this before, but I'm not sure that we've talked about it during the show. So let's talk about it. We believe that it's more important to be entertained than for it to be exactly what it purports to be. So in other words, you know what? If I watch fiction, well, it says it's fiction. I just have to be entertained. Because it is fiction, I need to be entertained. But what if it says it's it's real, but it never happened? Well, that changes how you react to it. Changes a whole lot of things. So that's why you can't go down that road. Anyway, the conclusion is we don't care that it's probably fake. As long as it entertains us. Right. That's the key. See, and you know what? The only reason I think it would be fake, not that I don't believe there are probably some people who go out around and protect the Amish people, whatever, is because I don't think that the actual people who are there doing mildly illegal things that could get them thrown in jail would allow a camera crew to follow them around and give their real names and all that good stuff. I don't, it's just not a thing. I tend to agree with you. I do. I think that sometimes what happens is. Like I know, I know that when L.A. South Central gang movies were popular, yeah, actual gangbangers were trying to go straight in life and make money, like bank, by acting as advisors, consultants to the producers and the directors. Well, that's to, pretty cool to guide them and make it more real, you know. So it wasn't such a you know, oh, you know, campy, stupid gang style thing. Instead, it was realistic. And, you know, it was kind of terrifying, actually, to see what it was actually like. It's kind of terrifying. This is why I think Breaking Amish was the chicken. It came first. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on that. Because I think they probably were the ones who kind of brought up that that kind of thing could exist. Well, yeah. Or that it was kind of unearthed while people were breaking them out of Amish land or whatever. But they both aired in the same year. But I think the breaking Amish appeared yes. first. I tend to agree with you. And then I think the Amish mafia was the next thing that came. Yeah. And then the, what was it? Return to Amish? Well, obviously yeah. that one was later because it, was, it didn't start for two years until two years Excuse after that. Who's me? Yeah. You're not excused. I'm not all over my Amish statistics. Sorry. <laughs> Bree. Yeah, she's bored. Y'all need to know how hard I'm rolling my eyes at the stingus <laughs> over here. Uh, she's trying, but, you know. What I think is funny about the whole, like, rabbit hole we went down was that, like, at least, I don't want to exaggerate, so I'm going to say a minimum of seven times I've thought of, I've like seen them in lists of shows and just bypassed them. The Amish people? Yeah, just bypassed them. Why At were you anti-Amish? Because it just seemed so, I kept hearing how it was so scripted and that it wasn't real. And I just seemed stupid to watch. But it's you not. Know, why am I watching something? Why am I watching something so stupid? Was what I was thinking. And so, like at least like seven times, I did. And then finally, I decided to bring it out and be like, "All right, you did it." And you were like, "Yes, I found it." The first one, and then we were like, "Let's let's watch it. Let's see." No. And then you were like, "You were like, oh my gosh, that's a great show. I used to watch that show. And here's these other ones." And you brought all the other ones out. 
No, man, that's not yes, how it happened. Sister, it is how it happened. Dude, I'd never watched this show a single time before we started watching it together for starters. So that fact is wrong. And the second thing is, it got recommended to me from Philo when I finished watching something else. And I was like, hey, are you down to watch some Amish people? Because if you're not, I'm going to watch it while I work. And you were like, I've been considering these Amish people. And then we watched it. So you were considering them. I totally believe all of that. But how we started watching it. That's how it went down. You're so very detailed that I'm going to believe you, even though I he have zero memory of that. <laughs> but I'm going to believe you and give it to you because it was so detailed. Do you see and what I this feel like I feel us? like you could not have made it up. I, I feel like you could not have made it up. So I must have said it. It's like it's like that. Um, I have brain farts the, a lot of the time. It happens. What is, what's that show called where there's the really big person dating the small and apparently beautiful person? Really big person dating small and apparently beautiful person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hot and heavy. Hot and heavy, yes. Okay. You, I had seen that show listed and seen it listed and been like, this is stupid fucking shit. I don't want to watch this garbage. Right. And then you were all like, let's watch this garbage. And I was like... <laughs> like I always do. I'm always digging out the garbage. And then I told you I hated it because it was mildly offensive in some spots. Yes, it and was. then we went back and finished to it when there was well. nothing else to watch. <laughs> yeah, and it was not awful, but still offensive. It wasn't great though. No, I see why there was only one season. But it's it's weird how we have that in us that as long as it's not like super overtly offensive. We have to finish it. So now we have what what I have on my options to pitch to you next after the Amish people are Extreme Sisters, which you've already agreed to. Yeah, I thought you were. I thought you were against that show. Mildly, I'm I'm against the concept, but entertained by the dumbassery. Okay, and, hold on. Maybe I don't. What What's the concept? Explain the concept. Well, they're sisters that are extremely strange. Okay. To the point where there's one pair of sisters who are both dating the same guy. The fuck? Okay. And then they're just like twins or weird sisters that do everything together and are apparently kind of nuts and extremely strange. All right. Not opposed. You might. Well, I I think it'll be okay. And then also, my big, fat, fabulous life has a thousand seasons and is actively Yeah, you know, (laughs) that's one that I've been seeing as I cruise around. Not sure where, but I'm cruising around and I see that. And I think to myself, hmm, maybe someday. Hmm. And then I never think to save it to a list. Maybe when we're done with the Amish people. Because that's supposed to be really funny. Well, she's really nice. I like her a lot. Oh, you know her personally? She's in those Facebook groups that I'm in. And I've talked to her a couple of times. Well, that's knowing her personally. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. There's, there's that. That's awesome. I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep that to myself. I would say something like you, like you just did. And then Man, there's smothered. Cool. Oh, which is the show with the we mother. Part of that for a while. And we then didn't we watch stopped. it. We just saw the previews of it during ninety day fiance episodes, and it looks like barfworthy trash. But we watched the Amish people. So like, I'm, well, yeah. I'm having an open, more that, open mind. After you watch that, you could almost watch anything. Well, I thought the Amish people was going to be Sorry. trash. 
the breaking return to end the mafia. I thought it was all going to be trash. I had no interest in any of it, but I was so bored. I needed something else to be entertained by. And then I actually really enjoyed all of it. But which one of them do you think comes off the most scripted? Mafia. Me too. It comes off the most scripted. It's like someone's writing a cops and robbers show. Yeah. You know, um, what are, what do they call those? Oh, a crime drama or something? It's not, yeah. you know, it's, but it's something like that. It's like there's a nemesis on either side, and they're constantly battling in every episode. You know, you and I watched some show about the actual Italian mafia. Uh huh. And it was like that too. Yeah. But I don't think that was supposed to be a reality show. I think that was actually like a reality fiction drama. That was actual reality. It wasn't a reality show. It was actual reality. Anyway, Get I think the mafia is kind of funky. It, yeah, it feels a bit scripted, just yeah. a bit, you know? And there's just some things that happen, especially the parts that feel really, really scripted. When they find the marijuana or the kid who steals yeah. the newspapers. And then they're, yeah. And then when they're like giving their interview to the camera, whatever you call that, the candid you know, yeah. interview. That part seems so scripted because they have always have something snappy to say, just right on the tip of their tongue. They have something snappy to say. I don't believe that. I do not believe that each person in that situation can come up with something snappy to say. I don't believe it. No way. I call bull bleep on that. Well, you know what's and they did that to maintain the regular rating. I uh, I was Googling to find out. like. Oh, no. What. You're dangerous when you Google. This is true. And this article pointed out something quite interesting. Which was? Their final point. I'm only going to talk about their final one because the rest was kind of done. All right. But, and finally, let's not forget how close Discovery comes to actually admitting that the show is fraud. Here are the disclaimers from the opening of the show. The Amish Church denies the existence of the Amish Mafia. To ensure the safety of innocent Amish, select reenactments of events must be used. So they're saying, yeah. Discovery's essentially admitting that everything they're doing is a reenactment meant for your entertainment. So they're being upfront about it. Why well, is yeah, anybody there? Creating, well, yeah, but they're creating a like crime drama show, you know? And they're making the Amish people like you may not love them. But you don't hate them enough that you want the police to catch them. You don't want the police to catch them. Yeah, I'm cheering for the bad guys in this situation. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Thanks for wording it that way. You cheer for the bad guy. I cheer for the bad guy a lot, actually. And that's interesting to me. Well, I do too. Um, But it's interesting to me because in this case, the bad guy is kind of a bad guy. So it feels kind of slimy to cheer for the bad guy. Eh. So... I kind of cheer for some of the people working for the bad guy more than the bad guy himself. All right. That's fair. You know, like if the bad guy went down, as long as my guy doesn't, I'm happy. That's fair. Yeah, sure. I think that's fair. Well, now that we've surmised that we're bad people. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're what we've surmised is that we're weird people. We, we somehow went down this rabbit hole of... Amish shows and well, once you find one, they all start appearing in your well, search. And what? And what? But what's weird? Did you is, see you now? You have murder in Amish country on your yeah, list. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but but what happens is you suddenly get to this point where the Amish thing 
is like you you see this show, this show, this show, this show, this show, and you you realize, oh, I'm going to try to watch it, but I'm hoping it sucks so that I can skip it and go to something else. And so you're hoping that a whole bunch of them suck. Well, instead, what's happening is each one we watch, it's decent enough to watch. Right. And so then you're, I hate to put it this way, but then you're kind of stuck watching the whole thing through. It all kind of makes me want to visit Amish country and buy like Amish lady pie because all they talk about is how the Amish people make the best pie and it just makes me want pie. That is funny. I think we should go and get some Amish pie right now. All right. On that note, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. 